think it's great that the sustainability, the green community, like there is no embarrassment with discussing mm-hmm. something that you didn't know about or like, I think it's so important to have a safe space at GW for students to question this stuff because I had no idea how to compost. And I would mm-hmm. literally text the person that was running it like, um, this is kind of a <laughs> dumb question, but can this? No dumb like, question. Office of Undergraduate Admissions at the George Washington University. This is GW Unfiltered, the student-led podcast where we get unfiltered about all things GW, meant to be listened to over a cup of coffee. There are a lot of great reasons to come to GW, but in recent years, our strides towards becoming a more sustainable campus has become one of our biggest pulls. As an institution of higher education in the heart of the nation's capital, GW has a unique opportunity to lead by example and promote sustainability in all aspects of campus life. But what is it that makes sustainability at GW so special? As you'll hear on today's episode, it's the fact that students have been such a driving force in shaping the direction of our university, both in practice and in culture when it comes to sustainability. Today, your host is Adriana Feiju a senior from Wakanda, Illinois, studying political science and organizational sciences. On this episode, Adriana is going to sit down with two incredible student leaders and interns with the Office of Sustainability, who will shed light on the green community that powers GW. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to GW Unfiltered. I'm here with two awesome women. If you guys want to introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Jess. I'm a fourth year. I'm in the art history program um, and the honors program originally from New Jersey. And on campus, I'm involved with WRGW, which is the campus radio and an intern with the Office of Sustainability. And I'm Brianna. Um, I'm a third year student and I'm majoring in environmental studies with a minor in sustainability. And I'm from Northern Virginia, just about 30 minutes outside of DC, and I'm an intern with the Office of Sustainability. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for being here today. I know I'm super excited to learn more about sustainability at GW. I'm so excited to talk about sustainability. Like Brianna and I are always like talking about it. In the past few years alone, GW has committed to going carbon neutral by 2030, divesting endowment funds from the fossil fuel industry, and most recently, eliminating single-use plastics across campus. While these commitments are pretty bold, what's even more impressive is the role that GW students have played in getting the university to this point. It's no secret on campus that the progress that GW has made in sustainability can be attributed to the tireless efforts of stakeholders, researchers, and most importantly, the students. Of course, they're not alone in the fight for a more sustainable GW. A critical resource for the green community on campus is the Office of Sustainability. The Office of Sustainability, or OS for short, leads the university in its commitment to being a model of urban sustainability and resilience by building greener campuses, creating a culture of sustainability, and addressing the university's impact on the planet and its inhabitants. So kind of just to get into it, what do you guys think makes sustainability at GW so unique? And could you explain what sustainability is? <laughs> There's many definitions of it. Sure. So at GW, I think what makes it so special is how broad the definition is. So like I mentioned before, I'm an art history major. 
Um, and when I tell people that, usually they're a little taken back. Um, I got really involved with sustainability my freshman year. Um, so I've been in it for a while. <laughs> and it's been really exciting to find so many different ways to integrate it into my experience as a student, both academically, living on campus, on in the city, with architecture, landscaping, and we'll get more into that. But that's definitely something that I think is like a good starting point is like sustainability at GW. And in general, is such a huge topic. It's interdisciplinary here. Um, and there's so many different venues to talk about it. Yeah. And to build on that, one of the ways that I think about sustainability, which I learned through my coursework at GW, is through the three E's, which are three main pillars of sustainability, which is economic, environmental, and equity. So that's building on the interdisciplinary way and intersectional way of thinking about sustainability so that you're not like harming one aspect of life and like trying to improve another. You're thinking about everything at once and like sustainability to me on a more personal level is being more mindful of my impact on the environment and on other people's health and well-being as well as my health and well-being so I like to think about it in terms of how my choices and actions impact others so that could be like through what I eat or what clothes I wear or how I travel to different places Um, but there's a lot of ways to think about that. And we just have to all do our best in our situation to do what the most sustainable option would be. But like I said, it's going to be different for everyone. And um, one thing that I think makes sustainability at GW unique is that it's very student driven. So like a lot of students like come to GW and have great ideas, and then they're able to develop those ideas and work with the Office of Sustainability, which provides resources and support to like develop the idea and actually like have it happen on campus. And an example of that is the GW Compost program that started off as a student idea and they piloted the program. And now it's like a super successful program where students can drop off their compost on a weekly basis. That's so awesome. I was very interested in composting. I I had someone that worked in the sustainability office. I worked with him in the admissions office and he like taught us all about it. And it was so interesting, but I think it's so cool that students have the opportunity to be so involved in the sustainability aspect of GW. And like you said, pilot something to the point where it becomes a successful aspect of the student experience at GW. And kind of going off of that, what opportunities do students have to get involved in sustainability? Like I know you guys mentioned there's a minor, uh, but I, I know there's so many different orgs. Really like how do students get involved? Because there's so much at GW and I think this is a very important thing that prospective students really should learn about. Mm-hmm. Well, I would say like, especially if you're new to GW and you're looking for community. I know I was when I first joined and I found the culture at GW, like you really have to go after and look for friends and your interests. And it's it's exciting because it pushes you to find what you're interested in, but it can also be intimidating. So my recommendation for that is like Brianna was saying, um, the green student community at GW is like overwhelming. We have like the Green Student Network, um, the Green Student Coalition, and there's so many different orgs depending on what your niche interest is. There's 
Clean Closets, who I worked with a lot, and that's about textile waste, fast fashion. There's Take Back the Tap. Um, I'm sure later we'll talk about the new um, commitment to eliminate single-use plastics, but that was in a huge part driven by Take Back the Tap. Um, And again, like with composting, you know, that started as a student pilot. That was a student's idea. And they worked and came to the university and got support from other people in the Green Student Network who become your friends. um, And we're able to develop that into something that's just part of GW culture now um, and is becoming more and more part of the student experience. Yeah. And two other opportunities that I thought about to get involved. Um, is the DC Climathon and the Eco Equity Challenge. They're both um, supported by the Office of Sustainability and they're ways for students to develop ideas and gain funding to further those ideas. Um, So the DC Climathon is co-hosted with the DC Department of Energy and Environment and that's a 24-hour hackathon that students are presented a problem that's environmental and sustainability related. And then they have 24 hours to work with their team and come up with an idea or solution to that problem. And then they pitch it to a panel of judges. And I think it's a really cool way to like bridge the gap between your academic studies, your interests, and professional opportunities. So I participated in that in fall of 2019. And I came up with an idea to tackle textile waste on campus. So that was like a really cool experience for me to explore the idea more and to like work with other students and, you know, practice pitching. And and then I was also able to continue that research through my sustainability capstone course. So it's really cool how like everything is just really connected and you can always find someone to support you and help with your idea. Similar with the Eco Equity Challenge, that um, program connects students with underserved communities in D.C. and allows them to find solutions to environmental and social justice issues. And that is also supported by the Nashman Center for Civic Engagement. So that's really cool to, like, you know, work with sustainability and service-minded people. I love how interconnected you guys are saying everything is. Do you guys want to speak a bit more on what you do through your internship in the Office of Sustainability and how you've been able to kind of like use your passions to bring, you know, more accountability to GW and kind of bring your passion to your internship? Yeah. So um, Brianna shared before talking about textile waste. And for me, that was a huge passion of mine that developed as a student at GW. So I definitely have had a very transformative experience through the different venues of learning about sustainability, like with my friends in the community on campus and really changing what I thought being sustainable looked like for me as a person and like what it meant for an institution. So as an art history major, my classes weren't necessarily geared to talking about the environment. And that's how I perceived like the idea of sustainability before I'd like really begun working with OS. But for me, a huge switch was I took a class, an art history class called Fast Fashion Slow Art. And this was paired with an exhibit that was being put on at the Corcoran. And this class was talking all about different kinds of artwork that was showing the fast fashion industry, what textile waste means for the future of our environment. Um, So while I was learning about this in an academic context, like in an art historical context, and like really having discourse about, okay, well, as an individual, I felt, 
okay, well, I should shop these like sustainable brands. Like I should spend a lot of money and buy reusable straws and clothes that don't have plastic. And while those are important aspects, I don't think, and it came through that class with a much broader understanding of, okay, well, what are the actual implications of that, of putting it on the individual? So with my job at OS, I started developing a campaign about textile waste. And this started with a clothing swap. Um, I was talking to a lot of students in our orgs about what their interests are in. Um, It was really exciting to be able to talk to students and be like, okay, what excites you about sustainability? And then what can we do about that? And I was really excited about clothing and that I felt really caught on. So we organized a clothing swap and we had over 200 in-person participants, people from all over the university, which was also exciting because it wasn't just people who are already involved with the green community or like in my class from every single corner. And then from that, I was able to host a student workshop series. So the students who were like coming to the clothing swap were like, oh, this is like really fun. The people here have interesting ideas. This seems important and want to get involved. I got to work with those students to be like, okay, like what are your skill sets? Like, what are you interested in learning more? How can we use what we already have at this clothing swap to support that? So we developed a workshop series about how to maintain clothing. So of course there's gonna be waste at every event naturally. And we had all these leftover clothing scraps and everything. So we had different students lead bi-weekly workshops about like mending, embroidery, how to keep your clothes alive longer instead of just buying new. And all of those workshops were like zero waste, which was just really, really exciting. And it turned into Office of Sustainability um, later this semester, I believe, had a textiles are in trash campaign. Um, that meant another clothing swap. And it was just really exciting to see how we could take these ideas and the momentum of student engagement and grow them. So it started out with just like all these isolated people, their random different interests. And then as it got more and more momentum, we were like, okay, how can we grow this? And um, our boss, Kimberly at OS, got community members involved, people with DC. We were talking about, okay, what are the different venues for exploring this? Um, partnering with the Textile Museum on campus. So such a long-winded answer. But I think it really shows like, okay, there's so many different aspects for how you can approach just one small topic and explore that. There's something for everyone to get involved with. Definitely. Yeah, that was awesome, Jess. I think through my position, I've been able to like work with engagement strategies more and connect with students and focus on education of sustainability through managing the social media accounts and also managing the GW Compost program when we were in person. And through that, I've been able to connect with a lot of people and it kind of just shows how connected everything is because like, you know, you meet someone like, you know, I met Jess and you're able to like develop your ideas more in a way because you like make connections across the school and across DC. And while being virtual, I've also been able to expand my understanding of sustainability through my internship by developing a virtual program for food sovereignty and indigenous rights. We did a film screening of the documentary Gather, and then we had a panel following that film screening. And it was just really interesting to learn from like people at GW, professors at GW who are studying indigenous communities and indigenous rights and 
Then also hearing from one of the people that was in the film gather, she was able to attend the panel. So it was really awesome to like put on that event while also learning from those people as well. You guys have done such awesome things for the university. I did go to the clothing swap. I remember I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. Oh my gosh, I love to hear that. (laughs) Yeah, it it was awesome because I honestly do think that clothes is like probably one of the biggest Mm -hmm. sources of waste because you don't even think about it as, oh, I'm like not recycling Mm -hmm. this or I could be reusing it. Mm -hmm. And I think that that really did, especially I like to shop, which haven't really because of COVID, which is good for my wallet (laughs) and the environment, (laughs) everything. It's just good for everything. But have you guys looked at like working with thrift stores in the DC area or kind of like building onto it by getting more Mm -hmm. people involved in the DC area? Yeah. So like Brianna mentioned before about meeting different people, I think the cool part about events like this that get so much traction um, because of such a, like a fundamental base interest, like who doesn't have some interest in clothing or style it impacts all of us. Um, but people really push each other to like develop their thoughts on, okay, what is the impact? You know, like this for me, at the time, it was like, okay, this is the culmination. Like, we're going to end a clothing swap. We're going to have so many people involved. And then, like, put a little bow on it. Like, that'll be done. Like, pat on the back. And it was amazing to see myself be challenged by the people I became surrounded with. So we were collaborating with all these different student organizations. I was talking with faculty. I was talking about my advisors at work. And to really push myself and, like, okay, so this was a great event how can we highlight what we took away from this and grow even more? So from that, a lot of it was like, okay, we need to involve people outside of GW. You know, the great part about being in GW is that you're in the heart of the city. So how can we have an event that doesn't include what the city's doing? So that was collaborating with people who own shops locally, people who were involved with the city's um, impact of waste management. We also did a lot of education about textile waste on campus, So we have a program called Green Move Out, which is when students leave their dorms, which will continue hopefully one day when we're in person again. People get rid of a lot of stuff. You know, a lot of people are flying across the country or you just have things you can't keep with you or put in storage. And a lot of times it's clothing that shouldn't be recycled or shouldn't be thrown out. Lots of learning curves, too, because at first I was like, oh, we should just recycle clothes. You can't just recycle clothes like (laughs) you can't just donate clothes because There's so many elements of waste um, about the technology that's available. So those were like smaller aspects. But I think for me, I developed so much in understanding, okay, what am I doing for myself? And then what am I actually doing that's going to have an impact on the community? And how can we translate this into institutional action? So really pushing GW and pushing students and getting student ideas to discuss and see what we can go with further. I do think that one of the perks of going to GW, like you said, is being in the heart of the city. But that also does mean that we live in a city where there's a lot of pollution and waste and garbage. Mm -hmm. And I always found, I always did the green move outs with like anything I needed to donate because there is so much waste when I live in Illinois. So I live very far from here mm-hmm. and I always had to pack all my stuff. And if I had anything extra, I would, you know, try and ask people if they needed it or try and do my part and not throwing any unnecessary things away. But like you said, 
definitely a learning curve. Like sometimes I like Google can, what can I recycle mm-hmm. this? Like what yeah. do I do with this item? And yeah. I think it's great that you guys are really putting an initiative like forward at the university to push students to question that stuff. Because if you're just doing it, you know, mindlessly, you might be harming the environment more. Yeah. And there's so much power that can come when students are like pushed and able to and given the tools to collaborate with one another, because then we can make demands and think critically of like, okay, well, the institution, like we're students and it should be representing what's best for us and what's best for DC. So being able to like equip ourselves with the knowledge and the experience and the discussions and the technical stuff too, because in my mind, at first I was like, okay, yeah, I'll just donate stuff. Then I'll buy more stuff and blah, 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 blah. And like, although I'm one person, that still way of thinking was misguided. So it was like so great to be able to discuss with more people and learn from each other. Yeah, and I think it's great that the sustainability, the green community, like there is no embarrassment with discussing Mm -hmm. something that you didn't know about or like, I think it's so important to have a safe space at GW for students to question this stuff because I had no idea how to compost and I would Mm -hmm. literally text the person that was running it like, um, this is question but can this no dumb like, question <laughs> there's so many rules yeah with recycling too that's something we work on a lot in os is messaging with students because everybody at this point knows to recycle but there's very specific rules about what you can recycle and everyone's coming from all over the country <laughs> so you can't just have the expectation um so it's a lot of educating ourselves so that we can educate each other and then be more educated <laughs> it's a very cyclical <laughs> process. Going off of that, I love hearing everything the students do, but do you guys have any thoughts on GW's recent commitment to any sustainable actions? I know there was some stuff in the news. If you haven't seen it in the news, here's what Adriana's talking about. Just recently, President Thomas LeBlanc announced that GW will implement a plan to ultimately eliminate single-use plastics on campus. This plan is a part of a larger effort to address zero waste and circularity, a leading sustainability concept that seeks to separate economic activity from the consumption of finite resources. It's important to highlight that this bold decision is in large part driven by GW students and sustainability advocates who've been engaging in dialogue with GW leadership around single-use plastics for several years. I would love to hear students take on GW's kind of efforts to be more sustainable. And if you think that they're productive, really your thoughts in general about them. So, yeah, recently President LeBlanc announced at the GW Sustainability Summit back in February that we're committing to eliminating single use plastics at the university. And this was really exciting because it's like a really bold move. And I think that it was important to make because it's reflecting what the students want. Like a lot of the students, we want to be a sustainable university and embed sustainability in our practices as much as possible. So this was like a really big step. And I know that there's um, student activists now pressuring the university to commit to a deadline for this phase out. So there's that happening. And then also like some of the main scopes of the single use plastic phase out is campus operations, the GW community purchases and business partners, engagement and lifestyle choices, as well as dialogue and discovery. So I know they want to have a lot of research about plastic. So 
like through GW's research initiatives, we can look at plastic waste and how to recycle plastic better and like all those different things. Yeah, I I totally agree. And I think for me, before this, when I was thinking about like these kind of questions, like the broader institutional changes and commitments that are happening, I was like reflecting on what's happened since I started as a student, what were the discussions like then and now that I'm about to graduate, it does, it feels good. <laughs> and I'm, I, I feel like I'm coming off so like, rah, rah, GW, blah, blah, blah. But I'm, I'm very, very critical of institutions. And that comes from a place of care. Um, but I do feel like I am a student. So therefore, I need to like, be very critical and be asking questions. So like Brianna was saying, the commitment to eliminate single-use plastics feels like a next natural step for me. I'm proud to hear that it's happening, especially in combination with last summer, the announcement that we're going to be divesting from fossil fuels, which I feel like kind of got washed over because of the pandemic, which is, of course, very natural. But also to like consider these policy changes that are huge steps are coming directly from student voices. So Sunrise GW is like last year before the pandemic was so active on campus, was doing incredible student organizing, was really pushing buttons and being controversial to get students to think critically about how our institutions representing us. And there was a lot of back and forth. And that dialogue at first was disheartening. And then what came of it is amazing. And I feel the same way about plastics too. Like these are real tangible actions that go beyond just students. And I think it's so important for the university not to be putting the impetus on students to just change their individual actions. Because like I have like my little reusable water bottle here, but I'm just one person. (laughs) And I think in a way it can also be like classist to assume students have access to be like the most sustainable they can always be. So for the university to like take this step to be accountable for such huge change is something that I find really exciting. And I hope that the student pressure continues because I think only positive things can come of it. Yeah. And also the Office of Sustainability, I know, is committed to helping students and helping the university throughout this process of the phase out, because I know it's like, you know, it's not the same for everyone. And, you know, not everyone has access to buying like all these reusable items like you know that's not for everyone so the office of sustainability will definitely be here to support the university and the students during the transition and it's really it's really really exciting like brianna saying like there's so many different parts of it especially being a city campus we're not a closed campus so gw has additional obstacles that closed campuses don't face um when we're talking about recycling or waste management, it's not only educating GW students or making resources available for GW students, it's everybody else who comes through the city too. And in a way that complicates things, but it's also the impact GW can have is also even more profound. The same thing with dining, that's something we talk a lot. Office of Sustainability, it's a huge part of students' lives. And at GW, it's a complex situation. So to be having these conversations of how can we make food scarcity not an issue? 
how can we make sure that there's not single-use plastics? How can we make sure that food sovereignty is something that's upheld, that people's dietary needs are met? This is all part of sustainability. It's not only just like, okay, give each kid a reusable water bottle. It's like, yes, and then what else are we going to do? I think it's so important to hold the institutions, you know, to a higher standard because we are students and we do come from a place of care, like you said. I loved hearing about all those things. I know for me, food insecurity and food sovereignty is something that I've always been interested in. I'm a first generation college student. So, you know, learning how to like live a life in a city and at somewhere like GW was challenging, but I learned to cook and I learned about like grow garden Mm -hmm. and so many cool things that GW offered for students to have the ability to kind of survive on their own. Do you guys have any tips for sustainability for the move in process for students when they get to come, you know, things to buy that might be more sustainable, how to live in a dorm when you know you're not paying for electricity or water, you know, you have more access to resources than you might at your home. Mm -hmm. Do you have any tips for students on how to be their most sustainable selves, you know, as a starting as a first year student? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, I can jump in. I think one really cool opportunity there is, is for first year students to apply to the sustainability living and learning community that's located on the Mount Vernon campus. So like if you even have a little interest in sustainability, that would be a great place to start. You're going to be living with other people who have other experiences and you guys can share ideas. And then you're also going to have required seminar that's based around sustainability. And also with that group, you'll you know, explore DC together and you'll have like a communal kitchen where you guys can cook together and learn about cooking with local foods and stuff like that. So that's a great place to start. And then for upperclassmen, you can live in the sustainability affinity, which is a little bit less structured and you live with people who have a similar interest to you. So like I lived there last year and I really enjoyed meeting other people that I hadn't met before in the green community and we would compost together. And I know people went to marches together, like the climate strikes and whatnot. So that was a really cool experience. And those are two ways when we're back on campus that you can get involved in sustainability. And another way I would say you could follow us on social media at Sustainable GW on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And we post about different events related to sustainability and tips. So like, you know, you can learn more at those events or you can practice some of those tips. Yeah, totally. Um, Those are all amazing things. And I wish I had known about the sustainability affinity coming into GW because that's such a fantastic way to meet people from all over with similar interests. Um, I would say... The advice I would have given myself before coming to GW as a freshman is to be, this is in all aspects, (laughs) but particularly with dining, um, is to be patient with yourself. There's a learning curve. Um, Even if you've lived, I like cooked a lot for myself growing up. I like thought I understood how to budget and eat healthfully and be a student. And like maybe I did a little bit and maybe it was a huge learning curve. So I would say, having a ton of patience and like having grace with yourself while you come here is like a phenomenal foundation to give yourself because there are so many opportunities here for you um, and they'll come to you (laughs) and they'll be presented to you. Um, And I would say some of those would be like CSA 
through the Grow Garden, which is a student-run, um, university-funded garden that students volunteer at. Um, it's on campus. You can get even more involved with that. But I think it was about two years ago they introduced their CSA program, um, which you can pay with your dining dollars for, which is so, so amazing. I'll also say you can use your dining dollars at any of the fresh farm farmers markets in DC. There's one right on Foggy Bottom that hopefully will come back soon. And one in DuPont, you can also compost at both of these places if you forget to bring your compost to Kogan on Friday. But what CSA is, is that you pay a base fee with your dining dollars. And every week for a certain amount of time, you get to pick up a bag of fresh produce from local farmers. And this is just like a phenomenal way to educate yourself about how local agriculture works with the economy, which was something I don't, I don't know anything about. Like, <laughs> um, so that was really valuable for me. And it's supporting local farmers as well, because instead of them getting paid when their goods are purchased, it's kind of like an upfront payment so that they're then able to cover their costs. And the food's really yummy. I got to try new things. I remember trying, I think it was like a pawpaw, which I had never had and was a great way for me to also like expand my palate. <laughs> I love that. Thank you guys. Do you guys have any last achievements in sustainability or anything you wish could be improved with sustainability at GW? Oh my God. So many things. <laughs> That's the great thing about it though. I'm literally, I'm being such a little cheerleader right now, but I am really proud of what sustainability is like here. I would say to students coming in, like try to fit sustainability into whatever you're already interested in. So like that's another way to also prepare for coming here is like thinking about like at home, what you already are used to, what amazing local systems are in place, like how you learned how to recycle, how you learned how to compost, how you learned to shop locally and bring that mindset with you to a new context so you can look around and like Again, learn from DC and bring what you have to DC and look for opportunities, like jump into involvement. So we kept like talking about how interdisciplinary it is here, but like you can really, you don't just have to be a sustainability minor. I would encourage you to be a sustainability minor. I'm not, but I know the courses are really amazing and always growing, but you can do research you can take classes. There's lots of opportunities for funding. If you have ideas for a project, if you get to your dorm and you're like, wait, me and this girl down the hall like want to do laundry differently. Like That's something that you can work with faculty. You can work with the Office of Sustainability to propose. And you learn all these different skills through that. They're like pitches and grant writing and, and smaller things and finding community. So it's like such a mushy answer. But I would just say, don't be afraid to jump in because you're going to get so much out of it. And the university is going to get so much out of it too, as we've seen. Yeah, I would definitely emphasize the sustainability minor. It's really been an eye-opening minor and a good way to like expand my global perspective of sustainability. And it's a fairly new minor. I think it was started in 2012, around then. And it's really grown a lot. And it's really easy to incorporate that minor into any major you're doing. And the classes for the sustainability minor 
are across all of the schools. So it's really intersectional and a great way to incorporate sustainability into your life, into your academics, and then eventually into your career as well. And through that minor and through our conversation today, I think you can see the theme that GW is so connected to the DC community. So it's super, it's super fun to like learn about all the sustainability and environmental orgs in the city, as well as like how we can improve sustainability in the city. So I think that's one of the major things that GW students can gain from the sustainability minor and coming to GW. There's just like so many opportunities. Actually, when I went to one event my freshman year, then I met someone who was tabling like outside the event. And I was actually able to get my summer internship with her. So it was it was super cool because, you know, I had another connection in D.C. So wait, but Brianna, what do you want? What do you, I'm curious for you because I'm still reflecting on this. But like what what do you think GW should focus on next? Like what do you see like a key issue area? Is there anything that comes to mind for you? Mm. It's a hard question because we're like, okay, they're tackling this, they're tackling this, they're tackling this, which is great. But like, of course, we're also talking about like, how can we continue to push? I think for me, a huge one is food insecurity and mm-hmm. dining and like making that more accessible to students. But that's yeah. that's the most key one I think that comes to my mind. I think one of the biggest issues is the intersection between climate and environment and with social justice and racial justice. Mm -hmm. And I think about those issues a lot. And how can we like, how can we just create a more just society and sustainable at the same time? Like, I talk about, you know, like composting and eating plant based and stuff like that. But I know that not everyone has access to the same resources that I do. So I want, you know, communities of color to have access to healthy foods and stuff. So that's definitely like an issue that I think we need to tackle. I just don't know how exactly the university will, but I know that we'll be able to some way. (laughs) Well, I really enjoyed this conversation and I personally learned so much. Um, I just want to thank you guys so much for being with me here today. I feel like there's so much more, like there's just so much more to say. Like, Like there's an apiary you can do. Like, GW and DC just work together to have all these new bike lanes that are super accessible. That's a new thing. Um, We talk so much about composting and textiles, but also the buildings with LEED certification are amazing. All the new buildings that are being built, Milk in the Public Health Building is the highest level of LEED certification. Even with landscaping, like they don't use pesticides. They use like bugs that are (laughs) natural bugs at GW. (laughs) (laughs) But like all of these considerations are being taken. There's just, you can apply it to every single part of how a university functions. So Mm -hmm. definitely thinking on an institutional level is so important. And there's just so many, like any student, whatever their interest is, you and sustainability, it's like hand in hand. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. Yeah, there's so much we didn't talk about. Um, Like we have a partnership with the solar farm in North Carolina. So we get 50% of our electricity from solar. You know, we talked a lot about compost. 
there's there's like green architecture built into the green spaces that like yeah and the new buildings like they capture storm runoff water to like the toilets and SEH are powered by the water that's captured so it doesn't pollute the environment. I definitely uh, we didn't plug but there's a virtual tour you can take that talks about the different aspects of sustainability in architecture, which I think is just a great starting point for people to begin thinking more critically of like, okay, me as a person, what can I do? And then like, how does that translate into like broader systems? What are the different ways we can talk about sustainability? Yeah, I wish we had a whole day. I feel like there's so much to talk about. I wish it wouldn't have to be, you know, (laughs) capped at a certain time, but... That virtual tour, I want to watch it because I feel like there's so much to learn on sustainability, especially at a city school. You guys have touched on so many things that I've heard of, but I love learning more about it. And I think that having that perspective coming into GW is so important because if sustainability is something that you care about already, you can see that it's something that we're actively working to change. Mm -hmm. And if it's something that's new to you, you have a lot to learn, just like me. (laughs) But I do want to thank you guys so much for being with me today. And thank you so much for honestly educating me about sustainability because I learned so much from both of you. And yeah, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. And to everyone listening, like, welcome to GW. Get involved. Thank you so much for having us. It was super fun to talk about sustainability and I hope to meet some of you guys who are coming to GW. A special thanks to our host, Adriana Feiju, and our wonderful guests from the Office of Sustainability, Jessica Lincoln and Brianna Reynolds. To learn more about the amazing work of Jessica and Brianna, as well as more about sustainability at GW, please visit our website at go.gwu.edu unfiltered. You can also learn more about the Office of Sustainability and GW's green community at sustainability.gwu.edu. Support for this podcast is provided by the GW Office of Undergraduate Admissions. The producers of this podcast are Rebecca Durango and Hannah Sturgis. Thanks so much for listening, and we hope you'll tune in next time.